Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. Well, we're here to hurt some feelings again, probably uh, make some people need to go back into their safe spaces and what have you. As you know, Dangerous World Podcast, bringing it to you live. My name is Ryan, and I brought on New York Patriot and Lux of the Occult Rejects Podcast. Really, really interesting dudes, and you're going to hear their side of what they think of the Travis Scott deal. As you may know, if you're a Patreon subscriber like you should be, you may have heard my initial thoughts on how soft kids are. They can't even go to a lame-ass concert like this and not make it seem like they went through Vietnam. But uh, unfortunately, some people passed away. You'll hear my analogy of how it seems like going to a Travis Scott concert is even safer than getting the vaccine. Eight people died out of 50,000. Not horrible odds for a massive festival, but nonetheless, people died, and it's horrible. Some kids even, right? This is never anything to make light of, but, I mean, it is what it is. It's it's reality, and it's it's weird. There's some satanic symbolism. Um, Whether we want to jump straight to calling it satanic symbolism or coincidence or whatever you want to call it, There's a lot of weird shit going on, and we need to address it. Probably heard a lot of other podcasts address it, but once you're done listening to this, I think you will have some different things to think about when it comes to not only the symbolism, not only the man that is supposedly Travis Scott and the family that he's involved with being the Kardashians slash Jenners, I bring something forward to hopefully try to kind of see, I, I, I what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to make you see that it's not what it seems and New York Patriot and Lux really really tie a beautiful bow on this concept whether it's a ritual whether it's a test whatever it is I think that we uh, we lay the options out uh, very, very well here. And I'm uh, very excited for you to hear this. And, I mean, just, just give me your feedback on this, man. Share it with a friend. There's a lot of people talking about this shit right now. But, um, like I said, I, I feel like this is a different different way to address it. So, as always, guys, subscribe to the Patreon. Um, th- you can also hear this over on... Uh, Occult Rejects feed. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think this will be on Occult Rejects feed, not New York Patriots feed. Um, there are podcasts by both those titles uh, that is affiliated with this group of dudes that I am talking with right now. But uh, I will also have in my Patreon 
an extended version of this. I'm not talking with these two great gentlemen. I'm talking with a different individual. Hopefully, if not, I'm going to elaborate more. I'm going to talk about uh, other events that have similarities to what we saw go down on November 5th, uh, 2021 at Astro World. But uh, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. But for some reason, it is getting a, a lot of attention. So you'll see more info at patreon.com slash dangerous world podcast. Only $3 that'll get you that extended portion of this episode. Um, and then we have the other tiers too. Go check it out. You get the private RSS feed, all that. You know, if you're a listener, you already know what to do. Uh, I don't know why you're not there already. If you've heard me give this message, but uh, it's on you. It's on you at this point. I can lead you to water, but I can't make you drink it. Okay. Uh, dangerousworldstore.com is where you go to get all the great t-shirts and the hoodies right now. Just a heads up, but uh, I don't want to, I don't want to be a bore here. Okay. I want to roll into this episode with New York Patriot and Lux, the occult rejects, check out their show and you're going to get some great information here. So thank you to both of those guys. And uh, as always, guys, I'll see you on the other side at Patreon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm extremely excited to roll into this crazy Astro World Travis Scott shit. The murderer. This guy has a serious temper problem. He's been on record doing some weird, weird stuff, man. So uh, this isn't his first run in with riots and all kinds of uh, criminal sort of sort of shit, if you want to call it that. But really excited to talk about this, man. I don't think I would want to talk about this with anyone else. We have the occult rejects here. Uh, Mr. New York Patriot, and then Lux as well. You guys have a phenomenal show. And uh, I want to start off by asking Lux, how you doing, man? I'm, just, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I mean, all things considered, I'm doing all right. I heard you had a little uh, little issue with your sack. Yeah, a little issue with, <laughs> a little issue with the sack. Not, He's not, not gonna clap on OnlyFans too much. Were you at Were you at the Were you at the concert? Did you get stepped on? Well, here's what happened is 5G ended up infecting my testicles and I had to go to a doctor. So I'm, you know, <laughs> it happens, buddy. It happens. I'm glad that you're OK, though. And I hope that uh, you heal up properly. And why? What's going on with you, brother? All right. Doing pretty good, man. Uh, thank you for asking me to come on. Of course, dude. Like I said, I, w- I wouldn't want to talk about this with anyone else. Uh, I'm going to have my buddy Colorado Dank on later. He's got a big take on everything that has to do with symbolism and all this religious stuff. Um, let's go around the whole second. What's that? Yeah, it's really good post for that stuff. I will say, dude, he's awesome, man. He's been shadow banned. Yeah. And he doesn't have a massive following. So like, that's how, you know, someone's posting fire is like someone at that level getting shadow banned. And it's not like I'm at a super high level, but. I mean, I think he's got like just a couple hundred followers and he's getting shadow banned by the shit that he's sharing. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to I want to go around the horn real quick and I'll start this one off. I, I'm really interested in exactly what each of us think went down at this Astro World thing. Um, I personally, I have more of a nihilist view of a lot of things, right? I, I, I don't know. Obviously, there's some weird symbolism and I'm excited to get into that. But mm-hmm. I think that, for 70,000 people being at a venue, 50 to 70,000, we're not sure on the numbers because a lot of people stampeded in without having the wristbands, having the proper credentials to be there in the first place. Um, if eight people died 
out of 70,000. We'll, we'll be we'll be conservative. We'll say eight people out of 50,000. I mean, this thing's safer than the vaccine at this point, right? <laughs> true, like, yeah. realistically. So, I mean, I, I, that doesn't seem crazy to me. I have a list here of other concerts that we can roll into later where more people died. Um, and, and some 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 of America's sweethearts putting on these, you know, concerts and, and people are dying and people are getting trampled and shit. So I think that it's a distraction from bigger things. And I will also roll into that later. But New York, what do you think about the whole deal, dude? Um, I think it was, hmm, I have a couple of different theories on it. One, I think uh, regardless of what was going on, he was pretty much promoting his, uh, his attainments and in the magical process. I think he's, uh, prom- you know, promoting it kind of, uh, you know, putting himself out there and praising himself and showing off. Uh, you know, when it comes to magic, a lot of it really all comes down to, you know, vibration, sound and light. And uh, I often wonder if, well, one, I'd like to know how many of those people that died were vaccinated. I think that might be interesting. Myocarditis, uh, right? I do believe yeah. that through uh, sound and shit like that, you can uh, knock people off if you really know what you're doing. So I have, you know, I have, I'm not exactly too sure, but I think something might have gone on as like maybe a small dry test run to see if this would work. And a little beta would, test. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and I don't know if you did hear this, but there were um, before he came on, there was weird sounds and frequencies playing before there was a countdown. Uh, I believe it was a 10 minute clock counting down from 10 yeah. minutes down to zero. And the whole time there was just weird sounds and buzzes, which it's not that weird for a concert. Right. I mean, it's all sound driven. There's a lot of visuals involved with something like this. But uh yeah, if someone's vaccinated and they're playing with frequencies, yeah, this could absolutely be a dry run. Lux, what are your thoughts up front here, dude? Uh, I've been looking into it probably since it uh, kind of went down. And for me, uh, initially, I thought that it was a, a cult ritual, like possibly an occult ritual. Um, but then the more that I looked into it, I, I'm 100% convinced that it uh, it's achieves multiple things. One of them was uh, an occult ritual. And um, like my Patriot said, it is a test. So they're accomplishing multiple things at once. You get, you get the, uh, the occultism and the experimentalism of, of seeing what certain vibrations, certain frequencies can do to people because uh, just the overwhelming majority of people who were there you know, they keep saying doesn't matter what clip I look at or, or who's post interview I look at. They're all saying that as soon as these certain tones happened, that, you know, they began to feel weird. And people who are just everyday Joes keep describing the, the feeling of the energy. And um, especially when you look at all the stuff surrounding the date, the time, all of that, I, I think I can build a really good case that it wasn't a cult ritual along with mm. it being a test for some type of, uh, some type of um, trigger for possibly the vaccine. Interesting. So you're kind of combining the ideas that uh, NY Patriot and myself have here where it could be both. It could be a dry run and it could also be some, some occult shit. And that's interesting, dude, because I, I, like I said, I have some really, I think that I have a, a really fundamental case of what went down here. Um, but the reason that I was so excited to talk to you guys about this, for anyone that doesn't know, these guys are literally occult rejects. I mean, they, they, I would say that they got themselves out, right? But 
you you were one of you was in the OTO, the Ordo Templi Orientis, and the other was in the Golden Dawn. And you have this podcast where you talk with some great people that that are familiar with the same deals. And I just listened to your episode recently about the uh, what was it, the Order of the Nine Angles, or what was that one? Yeah, with Ramsey, yeah, yeah. William Ramsey. That's fascinating. So it's stuff like this that you know, if if you want to get a fundamental understanding of magic, of rituals, and all these things. Um, it is a great place to start off. Um, a lot, like I said, a lot of the stuff's deep, but it's a good place to start off at the same time. Oh, we got time. some like real crazy deep shit coming out soon too. So yeah, well, it's you- going to get even crazier. <laughs> yeah, dude. And this is the thing, man. Like a lot of people want to get like the reptilian shit. They want to get like this fun stuff where it's not that scary, but it's just more goofy and more fun. Right. But I right. think what you guys do is more realistic. I think that you guys talk about realistic stuff. And you just made an appearance on Tinfoil Hat. Uh, that was a phenomenal episode. You guys killed it. So, um, I mean, I know everyone listening to my show probably listens to Tinfoil Hat. If you want to get introduced to the Occult Rejects podcast, go and check out that Tinfoil Hat episode, man. Let's make that one of the highest listened episodes because then you'll you'll listen to that. And you'll go and listen to to this podcast. So it's very, very interesting what they do. Um, let me, uh, let me break something down. I think right away, dude, if we're going to feed into the idea that this was a dry run or this was something other than occult stuff, I think simply, um, well, let me ask you a question here. What has the new world order, if we will, if we want to simplify it, what has the new world order been focusing on so much lately with not just the American population, but the world population? It's been control. They want to try to, and that's always been the deal. Go ahead. Control through through fear. Control through fear. They want regulations. They they use these false flags. I mean, this is what like nine eleven was. What happens after nine eleven? It's the Patriot Act. Um, I think that what we saw go down at Astro World. This is the third one, mind you, if I'm not mistaken. Um, this was a Patriot Act for concerts, man. I a lot of people are still going to concerts unvaccinated. This is a crowded event. This is uh, something where I, I would venture to guess that more than half of them are vaccinated. I would say that I think that they're pumping this fear porn through this massive event where, again, only eight people died. It's tragic. But whenever you have people moshing in an event like this and, you know, people are dehydrated, dehydration is always an issue at a concert like this. Um, I'm surprised more people didn't die, judging by the stories that I heard. But um, I think that they're going to use this event as a way to make digital concerts like what we saw in Fortnite. Um, you can't go to a concert whatsoever. It doesn't matter if it's freaking uh, the, this dude or some some random artist. You know, this is like the death of the artist, I think. Um, so it's just an interesting concept. I think that that things will be more pay-per-view type events. We're not going to have packed out festivals because this is where people really come together have to do it on the metaverse. Exactly. Exactly, dude. So um, it's a, it's a fascinating concept. But yeah, guys, I, I just want to open the floor up to you two and and, uh, and see what we got. I know we got a lot of symbolism. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, maybe Lux, if you want, maybe you should get a little bit. Of, well, uh, you know, I think we should at least try to cover what magic really is. And Definitely. what that's about, so we can kind of give you an idea of what we're pointing at when we talk about it. Well, so what? Right. So what is magic to the layman? I mean, it's not. It's not pulling rabbits out of hats and shit. Like, what is the real deal? Alex, you can give him your explanation. 
I mean, for me, magic is so, ugh, it's just a giant subject. It's really hard to, uh, it's really hard to explain with just a simple, like one word or, you know, really we could spend a whole episode talking about what magic is because it encompasses so much. Um, but one of the most important aspects of magic that we will be discussing today is the understanding of vibration, frequency, hertz, and how they correlate to planetary alignments and times. And that if you are a magician who wishes to do good or bad, you're going to align your rituals or your magic to certain times that are going to benefit you, right? So um, I would say for me, just one, one, one hundredth of an explanation of magic is, you know, is that the vibration, frequency, and hertz, light, um, but also the deep understanding of the human mind. You know, when you look back at the history of occultism, so much of it focuses on understanding how humans operate, why we process information the way that we do, uh, how can uh, things be manipulated with thought, and how to manipulate others by uh, withholding certain occult information from them. Because when you have an understanding of how the human mind works, but the general public does not, well, I mean, you can get a, a lot accomplished. Yeah. And and I would also say uh, a lot of things we might refer to uh, as like the abyss or, or stuff like that. Uh, when you start getting higher up into magic and you really start you know, doing magic with a K and getting deep into it, you know, we, we do believe, and, and from my experience, I think you, you cross over, like you literally, you, you do die in a sense and you cross over to the spirit world. You are no longer in human form. Um, when we cover this stuff before Astro World, I mean, we can show you countless times just in the stuff that I've covered that he is constantly referring to that. And the images and the things that are going on on the screen are constantly referring to his climbing up the tree of life in the Kabbalah and showing you the stories and the colors and the things that all go along with that as you climb up the tree and cross into the abyss. And so I just want to get that out there that, that people understand that. Isn't that chakra system loosely based off the tree of life too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, used, I used to, I think, I mean, you know, besides meditation, I think chakra work is very good. If you're not going to get into magic, I just think sticking to those two things, you can have some really good experiences. Interesting. Interesting, man. Well, I, I uh, like I said, I, I view this from a more cynical perspective. I, I think that this is um, a distraction from something huge going on. And I'm just going to present something to you guys. And I, I'm interested to see what your thoughts are, because, again, uh, you guys are familiar with the Freemasons. You're familiar with a lot of this stuff. Um, as I said, I believe this is a distraction. What else is really big that's going on right now? I mean, any any thoughts popping into your guys' head? Anything massive? Anything that's covering, like, just nonstop coverage on the news? Uh, it's hard to no, keep track. Really. There's a ton of it. <laughs> We well, got so, a lot of stuff going on with China. Well, I'll, put it, I'll put it this way. And I said this on someone's post a couple of days ago. They're going off about the fucking election again. Yeah. And they, they had it like they had that. And I think I think you're talking about Astro World. And I said, if you actually understood what the fuck that dude's telling you about up there, you wouldn't give two flying fucks about those fucking election machines because you'd realize your whole life is a complete fucking lie. And you 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 don't even know what fucking reality is. 
So, so in yeah. my opinion, maybe the voting machines or what the polls are saying is a distraction from what these people have been constantly telling us for years and years and years. And we don't look at it because we're worried about a poll or a chick with a fat ass in a fucking video. We're yeah. too worried yeah. about that. We don't understand this shit. So we just blame it as a fucking sigh up or fucking hey, it's not important. Well, so so tying back to the election right uh, and, and those are obviously what you're both saying is 100 percent accurate dude um tying back to the election what was going on in the 2020 election we had the george floyd killing we had blm and antifa raging right which not not to mention this is what travis scott encourages he, he always talks about raging he, he wants all of his crowds to rage um blm and antifa will burn the fucking country down if Kyle Rittenhouse gets off the fucking hook. And that's what I was talking about right there. Kyle Rittenhouse's trial is going on right now. And there wasn't, this wasn't the first Kenosha shooting. There was one of a, a dude named Jacob Blake. He was a black kid and he died August 23rd of 2020. Now, August 23rd is Kobe Bryant's birthday. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting that you have this Kenosha r- repetition going on here. Um, now Kenosha to, to harness up some energy somehow magically and use it for this coming. Well, dude, Kenosha's a fucking Mason City. Look at the seal of Kenosha. It is literally the seal of the Masons. It has an it has the eye of Horus. It has an eagle carrying a scale. It has a lot of weird, weird Masonic symbolism. It has everything other than the checkerboard tile floor. You know what I mean? I mean, um, I even think all this burning and stuff is all just a representation of what's going on magically as above so below you are destroying the system and bringing in a new aeon fire will be involved in that yeah it's alchemical it is alchemical it's an alchemical process i talked about that in a few a few episodes back dude and it's just uh it's weird i mean the symbolism with kenosha and that's what i think i think that this this weird little deal that is blown up very very you know exaggerated in my opinion uh, I, I'm not a fan of Travis Scott. I, I think he had a couple good songs. They're they're catchy if you're, you know, driving around and and you know want to fucking do whatever. But Kenosha also is a meso axiom name for uh, snake, which uh, I'm mispronouncing <laughs> meso axiom, axiom, axiom. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce this shit. But what's interesting too <laughs> is that I know, can't pronounce that shit because. Of- yeah, dude, it's, it's it, you know, my, <laughs> my audience knows what's going on when I try and pronounce things. But essentially, it's like a more Moorish type thing, you know, like the people descending from Morocco uh, coming over here from Africa, like natives. It's a native term for snake. Um, and Wisconsin, which is where Kenosha is, has the Milwaukee Bucks. OK, now the Bucks, that was an old racial slur for like a tough black dude that didn't want to listen to the slave masters. So there's a lot of racial uh, tension just in the name of that city of Kenosha, not to mention the symbolism of the seal. So I, I honestly do believe that not only was this a dry run for some massive, you know, sort of a mind control experiment, mm-hmm. but it was also uh, to distract from the, the horrible defense or the prosecution, I should say, the, the the prosecution in this Rittenhouse case is losing their ass. They they brought someone up on the stage that literally or on the stand that admitted that he fucking uh, pulled the gun up to shoot Kyle Rittenhouse before Rittenhouse shot him in the arm. He could have shot him in the head. 
He could have shot him anywhere. And I also believe that Kyle Rittenhouse is fucking CIA or FBI trained because of how, <laughs> dude, how well he did. Yo, that kid knows how to handle a gun than 90% of people out there. Dude, more really fucking good for a 17-year-old. For a 17-year-old at the time. He did it the right way and everything, too. He does everything perfectly with it. So I think that he's a he's a you know an asset in some way to the US. I um, did I did look and I I kept seeing I've watched a lot of the trial. And one thing that I was under the impression of was that uh during so when the guy when the jumping man jumps over Kyle, right, and he discharges one round, um, the story so far has been that uh the second guy, the with I think his name's Rosenbaum or whatever, had a pistol. And that in between the time of him, of Rittenhouse shooting the guy who was jumping on top of him and then Rittenbaum or whatever his name is, that there was a jam in the gun. I thought from the former military, I thought that was uh, miraculous. I found out today, actually, that he did not have a jam, which makes things seem a bit more plausible. But I totally agree with you. If you put me in that situation, I could not replicate what he did. Dude, he got like, I mean, there was a, not to mention the FBI drone flying over the whole damn time, which is shady as shit, right? I mean, the <laughs> FBI could have came in and stopped that. Um, and I didn't know you were ex-military, Lux. Maybe you mentioned that uh, the last time we spoke. But yeah, that's that's very interesting what your take would be on this whole deal. And um, I don't want to take too much away from World, But like I said, I think that there's something really deep going on here. And it's connected from Houston to Kenosha. I think hmm. that there's something massive going on. I can't put my finger on it, but that's why I wanted to bring it up in front of you two who, who are sometimes, very. Yeah. Sometimes these things can kickstart, you know, it could be a ritual to kickstart something as well. You know? Well, and that's the thing, dude, like, like I mentioned right off the bat, this Jacob Blake dude dying and Blake translates to uh pale, right? So you have like pale, pale people, you know, like white people killing black people, Jacob Blake getting killed. That was on Kobe Bryant's birthday. Kobe Bryant died right before this pandemic shit kicked off dude so maybe kobe bryant's death was the beginning of some ritual this massive massive ritual and then you have other steps going along the way you have the death of jacob blake in kenosha you have the death of george floyd and, and those two deaths die die together uh, tie in together i want to find a good gamatria dude because gamatria is fascinating to me but there is a lot of gamatria there i just can't really grasp it i couldn't explain it to the audience Mm -hmm. um but you have i mean dude shit has been crazy since 2020 kicked off it's been fucking nuts so i think that there's gotta be some ritual and all these steps are going all along and i'm actually going to do an episode here in the future very very soon they discovered heinrich himmler's personal library it was all about witchcraft and shit there was thirty thousand. yeah you saw that back in 2016 so, I mean, there's some weird stuff going on, man. And I, like I said, I just wanted to present the idea that maybe this Astro World stuff is connected to the Rittenhouse trial. Um, let you guys take it here. Mm. Well, uh, I, I could see it, like I said before, I, I could see how, I mean, even back with George Floyd and all that stuff, I think a lot of things were going on uh, and happening kind of as raising energy for oncoming things, you know, th- for things to come. And I could see this uh, fitting that as well, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you want us to uh, go into like the stuff that we have that we covered about this dude too now? Let's do it, dude. I have some stuff like from like older, you know, a couple of his songs and his videos that just 
keep on pointing to the same thing over and over again. Uh, I don't know if maybe you can look it up yourself so you have an idea of what I'm talking about when I talk about the tree of life, the Kabbalah tree of life. It's got a bunch of spheres on it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it might be easier, like, if your listener's going, you know, look that up, too, if they have the time. But uh, I will be, like, referencing to that a lot. Uh, in his Fortnite astronomical video, uh, there was points in the beginning where you saw a lot of, um, like, dark purple or purplish colors. And then he had these... Uh, it was like roller coasters in the background. And the way that they were looping was exactly kind of like a DNA or the sigil of Saturn. Um, the sigil of Saturn is pretty much a bunch of wavy lines going up and down and then having a line through it. Um, the reason I'm mentioning that is because Saturn or uh, Bina, which is the third sphere on the tree of life, that is where magic with a case starts. Right. Mm -hmm. That is where everything happens. That is when you die and you pass over to spirit and go into the spirit world. That's where it all happens. Um, and he's constantly referring or showing stories going towards that in all of his stuff. Uh, so he's showing Saturn right away there. Then at 419, his song Goosebumps starts. Mm -hmm. Now that starts with, yeah, 730 in the night. Now, 7.30, that would be the third sphere on the tree of life, and then the other seven underneath it would make the 10. Three can be Binah again, Binah and Saturn. Um, you would just be knocking off the zero, which you'd have the three and the seven. Uh, if you ever think of, um, if people ever want to go and look up paintings of Mother Mary, uh, when she had, if you can find all their paintings, when she had a heart, it would look like a heart or something outside her chest, and she would have swords going through it. You're only you're either going to see three or you're going to see seven swords because she is the uh, Catholic version of the Scarlet Whore. I hate to tell you, but that's what the image that she is for. Um, mm. And you will see that in older paintings and older, really old art of her. You will find that symbol on her a lot. Um, so that that is the Saturn, the Saturn sphere of Bina on the tree of life. Um, he says, if you, uh, and at this point, uh, <clears throat> in the video, I see a painting, uh, at this point, the tree, sorry, dude. <laughs> no, no, and, yeah. And on the tree of life also at that point, you're only seeing black and white. That is the only colors that exist in the tree. Now, all the other seven colors, like kind of emanate from that one sphere on the tree. Because if you look on the tree, that's where all the colored spheres start coming out. So it's almost kind of like a, uh, even though it's black and white, that's where all the other colors from the rainbow come out of. It sounds weird, but it's like a reflection of itself now in color. Mm. You're lucky you understand what I'm getting at, right? Yeah. No, all I right. get you too, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm not trying to like make this too fucking weird. No, it's fascinating. Uh, <clears throat> and honestly, this, this, and the reason that those, I believe... You know, it's depicted that way. It's like, this is how now the Scarlet Whore has got you trapped in her little matrix. She's got you blinded with the whole uh, shiny object syndrome. She's got you looking around and totally locked into this world because now you've got color, 3D, and it all looks magical and real to you. Yeah. You know, that's like really fucking getting the matrix going now. Uh, and like, I, I even have written down another weird way to explain it. If you're looking through a kaleidoscope. You know how you look through and it's like all those lights are reflecting and now you're getting all those rainbows and stuff. 
That's yep. kind of like what that sphere is actually picturing. Like those things emanating out and like starting to make forms and structures out of color. I know it's a little fucking out there, but I thought that as a, as a wave, maybe if people kind of be uh, thinking about it in their mind, they, you could maybe visualize that. It's a little weird though. So, so elaborate on that a little bit. So you're just saying like, like you, multiple people can see the same thing, but it may look different. Uh, well, no, it's really more of what's actually going on inside of that kaleidoscope. You're actually just looking at light reflecting off of shit, bouncing back and forth and actually making shapes and colors and stuff. Gotcha. Trying to say like, that's what's shooting out of this orb and creating the fucking matrix that we're in. You know, if that was like the source, if that was the source, that's how it's like kind of like being displayed in front of us. In a, in a wild, you know, matrix sense. And he released that video not long ago with Fortnite. And the reason why what New York Patriot just said is because that's symbology for bringing something into form, right? Some idea or an agenda or whatever your magic is. This is sort of like the, it's like the preliminary ritual to sort of get things going, to open that, open that sphere, to allow what your intentions are to a, about to manifest. Mm. And now, now I have lyrics. Now I finally get to the lyrics. Sorry. I went on, went on a little bit about that, but then he, he starts to say in the song, I get those goosebumps. I get those goosebumps every time I need the Heimlich. Throw that to the side. Yeah. Now, if you got it, if you need the Heimlich, what does that mean? You mean you're fucking choking, right? Yeah. And you don't yeah, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. So what I get out of that is that uh, I can't breathe and don't stop me from doing that. Because when you want to cross over to the abyss, you got to fucking knock out. You're not here, man. You're fucking done and over with. Your spirit has left and you've gone somewhere else. So if you see me not breathing, let me stay that way so I can cross over. That's what I get out of that whole fucking line. See, this is why I wanted to explain, like, you know, the whole idea of magic and crossing over. When he has that whole see you on the other side. Yeah, that whole see you on the other side shit, too. Um, that, that was plastered all over the place. So it's I mean, like you even mentioned, um, you said in Phoenix, people were chanting, I can't breathe, right? They were they were chanting "Stop breathing" at a oh, card, at a, at a Playboy Cardi concert. Yeah, and and when you text me that, I think I answered back to you. I said, "Well, that's what you need to do for the Phoenix to rise. You need to what? literally stop breathing, pass on, and then you those colors that are emanating out of Bina into the fucking tree of life that will start to rise back up. You'll go back to the sphere, the third sphere, and cross over." into the spirit world. And that was like the feathered serpent or the Phoenix, you know, rising up through the tree and back out into spirit. And what was the thing with the look, mom, I can fly and the Scarlet whore. Yeah. Well, that would be as if you, if you defeated the Scarlet whore, you are now out of form. You're back into the spirit. Cause you have to shed your, your feminine energy. Correct. That's a major problem. Yes. Mm. Yeah, you have to shed form. Yes, exactly. The feminine energy. Shit, man. I mean, there's a lot, dude. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Goosebumps, the, the song that New York Patriot just read from, Goosebumps was the closing song to the concert. Oh, with wow. with Travis Scott, with uh, Drake up there too? No, with this was the very last song in the concert for Travis Scott was Goosebumps. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the song that he that. just read, yeah. Yeah, you think it'd be like sicko mode because sicko mode's his big song. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah. So I mean, what? So what would that mean? Like the symbolism, like the why would 
goosebumps be the last one because he obviously chose that is it just to kind of leave people send people on their way with kind of a dark feeling well i mean now like now if i continue like in this this one video and i'll uh i, I mean I, at some of the point after that in Fortnite, when he does uh, go from goosebumps he goes into another song at 520 he falls into a big thing of water and he looks just lifeless as he's falling to, into the water. That's showing you right there. He just crossed over. He just fell into the abyss. Wow. You know, and he falls, he falls down and his mask is blue. It has a blue smiley face with the X eyes, which is an occult symbol in itself. He's floating down in the water and he has that on his face. And as he gets to the bottom, it looks like a jellyfish is passing him. But then as it's going by, it looks like a sphere, kind of like with like a spirit just rising up out of it, going into the water. And then all of a sudden, the music kicks in. He starts his shitty fucking rap music. And now the, the smiley face is no longer blue, which you know kind of represented crossing over into the abyss. Now it is orange, which represents the knowledge of crossing over the abyss. And now he starts the whole fucking song back up. So even in the progression that shows in Fortnite, um, after goosebumps, uh, the part of what he was getting to is crossing over to the abyss. So I, uh, you know, I had wondered if that was something to do with the show itself, which would, which would consider which which would mean death of the flesh. Well, so do you think he's under some sort of mind control? I'm really interested to hear what like Lux would have to say about this too, because you know it seems like there may be some sort of mind control shit going on when he was apologizing. He was rubbing his head and, you know, everyone wants to hate this guy right now. And I'm not saying I love him. You know, I just think that uh, I, I think he's a puppet. You know, and I mentioned this when I talked with with my friends on Monday Night Master Debaters with, with uh, The Great Deception. Um, it, it doesn't seem like this dude exactly knows because this guy's not setting up his sets. He's not setting up any of this shit. He doesn't know monarch mind control and all this stuff. I mean, in in. Uh, in the butterfly effect music video, if I'm not mistaken, he's got monarch butterflies flying out of his throat. He doesn't right. know what monarch mind control is. He doesn't know any of that stuff. I wouldn't think. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, to me, um, I definitely think it's possible that you, could, you know, he could be under the influence of MK. Or and I'm going to show some some stuff to this that's really going to blow your mind um, with imagery that he's been uh, posting over the last week with the same type of subject. But uh, in, in a lot of ways, to me, watching the concert, certain, certain aspects of it, I felt as though he's in control of himself, but there is also a, some other energy that's influencing him. So I think he's both aware of what he's doing and also maybe unable to stop it or, or too consumed with the feeling to stop it. But yeah, I, I think he's... Um, I uh, don't think he's a useful idiot. I think that he definitely knows what's going on, why mm. he's doing it. Um, and I think it could have something to do with, you know, of course, when a lot of these guys get into the, the uh, music industry and they're like, hey, we're going to promise you everything, you know, and, and as long as you do this, this and this. And uh, I think some of the guys that get involved with that occultism and, uh, you know, so a bigger agenda can be at play. But I think that the reason why is because some of these guys end up really enjoying the stuff that they're doing or that they have sort of a, an alternate personality that's programmed in to come out at a certain time in order to 
uh, influence the what's going on. Yeah, because these guys have to love the attention, like the the attention that that dude's been getting over the last few years. It's gotta it's gotta be addicting. I don't care what type of personality you have. I think if everyone that you're around is constantly like kind of favoring you and and loving everything that you do and say. I mean, I heard this crazy story where he was he threw a temper tantrum at a concert where they kept cutting his mic off and he went into a bathroom and his security guards blocked the venue security guards from coming in and preventing him from like destroying the bathroom. Like he kicked the toilet off of a fucking wall. He like just fucked his bathroom up. And I mean like that, that kind of energy as dark as it is has to be addicting just like meth or something. (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it very much can be. If you look at his, if you look at his current, uh, I believe it's his manager. Um, that is the same manager that was the manager that started the conservatorship for Britney Spears. No fucking way. Yep. Wow. I can't, I can't remember a name off the top of my head, but yep. It's the same lady. Well, there's this dude that's behind Kanye West, Jay-Z, Madonna, Christina Aguilera, probably Britney Spears, a lot of pop artists. And if you go to, um, like Travis Scott's iTunes bio, it says that he got his start helping produce music for Kanye, Jay-Z, and Madonna. Those are three very interesting characters. You got like Kanye looking like this white knight, all about religious shit. You know, he's promoting Christianity and all that. Jay-Z is like this well-known Luciferian. And then Madonna is like practicing Kabbalah, right? Um, This dude, Mike Dean, is behind all of those artists. And he was actually producing, he was playing the music for Travis Scott at that concert. Uh, Mike Dean's just like this like middle-aged white dude. And it's it's just really weird when you see the same character behind all these things. The producers and the, I mean, they, they call him a collaborator. He's not a producer. He's not anything. He's just a collaborator. They make it mm-hmm. seem like he's just like this uh, confidant for all these people. Yeah. That dude's got to be up to some weird shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the lady that I was just thinking about, I just did a quick search on it, and I think it is. I think her name is Lou Taylor. Okay. So, Lou Taylor. But yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys, a lot of these managers, you know, they're not exactly what they seem. A lot of these these people are handlers. They're not managers only. Yeah. They're also handlers, you know. So, of course. Wow, that's fascinating. I did not know that, dude. What about other symbolism, man? I know that you got you got oh, some yeah. serious set. Shit here. What's up? Yeah, well, I'll try to let me just I'll try to bust out these lyrics and then I'll let Lux really. Oh, yeah, them. I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was. No, 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 it's all right. I used a couple of things that you I mean, even Lux sent me some of this stuff, too, that I was like, holy shit, because he's like, I know I know you'll like this. <laughs> uh, he had another song called the, the Plan and just going by the lyrics, it just seems, you know, fucking weird. And it kind of refers to things I just mentioned recently. He said the last time I did the whippets. Yeah. Last time I live reverse, um, you know, again, whippets. That's something to knock you out with if you do too much. It deprives you of oxygen. You ever see people do that shit? They're fucking crazy. They knock themselves out. Is that like the air duster? Yeah. 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 Uh, and then, you know, and, and when you look at, if you really want to take a look at it, when you cross the abyss, you are in a sense going back in time or back in reverse because you're going all the way back before you were conceived technically into this world, back into spirit. So you kind of are going back in a sense. 
So a lot of times you'll see backwards stuff being done, backwards talking or music is a symbolism of going back in time, kind of like that. Uh, so I think when he says I live reverse, that's the whole thing. He's talking about it again, uh, the whippets to, to knock out and going in reverse. Um, he says, I've done went back into myself. You know, again, another reference to going back into yourself. Uh, and then, above, so below shit, right? Yeah, or going like back into your yourself, your body, you know, instead of like living out here, going back in. Mm. Um, and now when you cross the abyss and when you come back, the first two spheres on the tree, when you cross back over, are going to be red and blue. And he says, here, the red and blue outside, I recrossed it. So to mm. me, he's talking about coming back over. Uh, then he has a song called Highest in the Room. Um, in the video, you see right away, all the clouds are all feminine bodies. They all look like, you know, legs and ass and shit. Well, uh, and why? Not to interrupt you, dude. Sorry, but that sh- did you see that shirt that he was wearing with the red and the blue figures? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I can't tell, honestly, if it's showing you going forward or if you're going backwards. I don't know what the intentions of that is, you know? Yeah, because you would think that it can go either way, really. If you're bringing magic in, you would be going from the blue into the red. If you were leaving here, you'd be going from the red into the blue, kind of. Wow. Okay. Damn, dude. That's crazy. No, when you said red and blue, like it was a delayed reaction with my slow brain, but I thought of that that fucking shirt he was wearing. And he had like fake blood stains. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Fascinating. Go for it. Sorry. Uh, the clouds are all feminine. They're very like kind of, you know, it, it's showing, I think, in my opinion, the scarlet whore. And I guess uh, some people, if you believe in a dome, I do think that those uh, clouds of those feminine bodies could be even referencing to that because there is stuff in some magic where I do believe they do point to a dome. The firmament. Yes. Uh, I got room in my fumes. She fill my mind with the ideas. I'm the highest in the room. Hope I make it out of here. He's already talking about the feminine energy is already putting things in his mind. It's already starting up the Scarlet Hordes is starting up the matrix. You know, that's what it does. Uh, he walks up to a building that's in the shape of a woman. And then there's black squares on the ground, too, as it's going up towards the building. That's all Saturn. It's a Scarlet Whore is associated with Saturn, the, the, the figure, the feminine figure, Scarlet Whore, the black cubes, all the same fucking part of the tree. All Saturn and Scarlet Whore. Uh, she saw my eyes. She knows I'm gone. I see some things you might fear. You know, and I, uh, I think like she understands that she's got him locked or she might be losing him because that's a big part of the whole way of manipulating is vision and she's like this jezebel yes yes Mm -hmm. she's got you fucking mesmerized uh so i think like he's referring to that and as and as he's uh saying that at the at that point there's people lined up looking like they're going into the building and the back of some dude's head looks like a big fucking room with uh just six doors of it like inside of his head like even that looked weird and obviously was for something you know um and then at 106 in that video, it shows him there, like, sitting in a chair with, like, hooks in his mouth, holding him. Like, you know, like the, the hooked fish, yeah. you know, some weird shit like that. And, Jesus uh, reference, possibly. Yeah, yeah. And, well, again, another, the virtue of Saturn or, well, Binah is silence. That is the virtue that goes along with that sphere on the tree of life. 
So then again, holding you like that might be like symbolizing like just silenced kind of. Yeah. The shit with the fucking masks going on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. And then and then around 120 in the uh in the video, it shows him surrounded like with a ton of women dancing around the stripper poles. They all got these bright, vibrant colors going on. And it, it's obvious to him he's even looking at it as like this is all a fucking distraction. Like even mm. you can tell he's realizing that in the video, or at least acting like it. Uh then at 140. Uh, there's a chicken all red that's in an elevator. They uh, He gets in the elevator with her. She tattoos a mark on his shoulder. So my opinion, maybe she just tattooed him the beast. Oh, the mark of the beast. And then they hit floor 17 on the elevator. So there's your little 17 for your QAnon fans. Well, and to uh, tie it back to fucking Rittenhouse. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Anon. But yeah, to tie it back to <laughs> tie it back to Rittenhouse. He was seventeen when the whole thing went down, dude. And that's yeah. also the Quetzalcoatl, which yeah. is the the right. You know, it could be the Phoenix as well. Yeah, uh, he comes out of the elevator. When he goes, he gets out. He comes out of the elevator, and now he's got sparks shooting out of his eyes. Uh, some people could say maybe that's the sun in your eyes. That's like in a kind of a, an occult. Uh, uh, phrase, or maybe it could really actually be uh, electricity, just showing like you know something going on up there. Uh, and he hmm. fights a purple character. The purple would be the red and the blue combined on a higher arc. Oh, purple shit. is purple is used in the tree of life as a higher arc for one of the spheres, a higher, uh, closer to God or spirituality. It shows him fighting some like fake looking AI purple thing, and uh, destroys him. And then, uh, yeah, he kill, he destroys him. And then it shows him after he's beat him in all white standing up just like on structures of buildings that are just frames. And that's it. Just the archetypes of the building. What the fuck? Showing dude. the ascension of climbing that, up the tree. Dude, that red and blue shit trips me out because I've always known that purple is like this weird sort of like the, that color purple really doesn't exist. And you have like the red and blue people, not only the Bloods and the Crips, but the Republicans and the Democrats. And when you put those together, you get the royal color. That's like just saying that like the royal, like the the, the elite, that's the purple is like the color of the elite. They're just above you. They're better than you. You guys can come together and you and and like if you come together you would equal the elite. So instead of us fucking fighting constantly about politics and, and like what color we're fucking wearing for the gang reference, if we just came together, we could be as powerful as the elites. Well, yeah, you'd be balanced. Instead of picking one side, you'd walk down the middle. That's yes. fucking that, fascinating. The, yeah, the blue and the purple together. And that's exactly what you kind of need to do in magic, too. You need to stay centered throughout the whole process. That is fascinating, dude. Great shit. Great, yeah. great shit. Hey, and so I can I say can I say lot. too? I I uh I love seeing a white dude just read fucking Travis Scott lyrics. Just so matter of fact, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell you right now, you should have thrown in the ad libs where he's throwing around the n word, but you just go <laughs> just go n dash gga n dash gga. You don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. That was great. Thank that blew you. my mind. Thanks. Phenomenal. Uh, it's all on you, Lux. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> How much time do we have on this one here? I can't. So hey, uh, breaking the Let's fourth wall here. I, I, daddy, daddy pulled a big dick move here, and I just bought Zoom Pro live on air. Oh okay. shit! Oh, okay. oh okay. Fuck. 
So oh, we're wow. Good, dude. Oh, I <laughs> fucking fuck. drop drop fourteen dollars like a fucking G. You know what like I'm saying? Like a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking a whole year. I was like, damn, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, they're not giving us free shit. I had to fucking pony up, but it's fine. Oh, thanks. Man. That's cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah no, that was phenomenal shit, NY. Uh and I'm really interested to hear uh the symbolism aspect of this too from you, Lugs. Sure. So um, I'm going to be going on here for a little while. If I go on too much or anybody wants to say something, feel free to just chime right in. Um, but New York Patriot, uh, can you see the screen as well? Yes. Okay. So this is one of the promotional shirts that was put out for Astro World. Now, when the concert Astro World, well, who owns the venue? Actually, it's Travis Scott. The reason why he has that venue, he made it himself, is because he claims that as a kid, he went there when there was Six Flags was originally uh, the, the business that was at that location of Astroworld. But he, he uh, bought it, and then now he puts on this annual concert and says it's like him you know, paying homage to uh, like the early years of his life and stuff, right? We're talking about NRG Park, right? Uh, yeah. So... Okay. So the, the promotional material that you see when you look at this festival, first of all, Scott has had multiple people hurt. This isn't the first time. He's had a ton of people hurt at other concerts. He encourages people to, to act crazy. And to, uh, he even encouraged people to storm the gates at this, at Astroworld. So he encouraged people, if you don't have tickets, fuck it, just run right in. So, you know, little bit of a responsibility on on him for the overcrowding stuff but so if you look at this shirt right you see astro world upper left hand corner you can see it has five stars right five is going to be very important to this so five stars well it happened on the 5th of november right i'll play that'll come into play more so you can see here uh, after the after the letter w it has a, a sort of a spiral looking type image where it gets you know tighter and closer in and we're going to see way more of that too and how that ties into the occult so underneath you can see that this is a image of a skeleton riding a horse well what would that be in the occult sense it could be one of two things the pale horse of revelations or it could be the white horse of revelations either one it's not good they're both mm. of them are symbolizing the uh, the antichrist or the antichrist mentality it talks about uh, another reason why they use the pale horse imagery is because pale is normally the skin color of a dead person right so that's why it's being represented with a pale horse and then underneath it says enjoy the ride so i also could see that though that could be the chariot which would be going from which would be the fifth sphere sphere on the right. tree yeah, going going to be nah would be the chariot as well. Yeah, and with pale, you have that guy that I mentioned that got shot in Kenosha before the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. Uh, Jason Blake, his that that Blake name translates to pale. Right. So I mean, you get you get the reference of pale over and over again, dude. Great. Yeah. So you can see right here on this uh, next promotional piece, the left here it says, "Open your eyes to a whole new universe." Right. Now, look slightly up there to the right. You can see that there are white figures and they're walking through a door or a portal. Okay. Now, of course, you have the classic, you know, uh, Illuminati 
imagery, right? People always talk about the all-seeing eye and stuff, but this is a picture, two hands with two eyes inside of them, and they are, and underneath these things are sort of walking into this abyss, into this pit, okay? And to the right-hand side of that, it says, see you on the other side. So, what do you mean who's where are they going right doesn't make much sense until you sort of see the the bigger picture of why he's using that cu on the other side um so that 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 text was the only text that wasn't going from left to right that was going from up to down it was like you have to tilt your head to the right to read it so it's a kind of almost a hidden message yeah a lot of people uh, kind of miss it when you look at I didn't even see it initially until I really took some time to look at it because they always hide stuff in plain sight so yeah uh, you can see that they're just in his past he has got a huge amount of imagery with the all-seeing eye you can see him here um, again got the purple on his shirt but you know he's covering up one eye now here's a very important picture because here you see him with Marilyn Manson and what's the symbol in Marilyn Manson's shirt or his hand? I mean, his tattoo? Well, that's associated with the Order of Nine Angles, which we just covered with William Ramsey. Yeah, right? it's also the sigil for uh, Lucifer. Right. Um, and then, of course, you know, he's got this, I guess that's supposed to be I Love You, but it, it looks very similar to what Manson's doing here, um, but without the finger tucked. But, of course, it's implying the same thing. So there's another image, constantly hiding the one eye, represents uh, stuff that New York Patriot has talked about, about how to cross the abyss um, and uh, the process of of, um, coming back. So I tried to zoom in here. To me, this looks like a sigil. I can't 100% prove that, but in... From my occultist view, it looks like it would be a sort of sigil. Maybe not. That would be the border that would be almost on all of my sigils, kind of. Right. So I had room to write other things in. It almost looks exactly like one. Yeah. So or a, talisman, me, a talisman, my bad. A talisman, that's what it would look like to me. Yeah, I, I definitely rang a bell to me about those things. And especially since it's on his, the uh, the top of his his hand there. And that would be his left hand left hand path interesting so there you have more of the one eye symbolism you get a bit better of an idea of what is on his his, uh, hand there but one of the most important ones is this was a now deleted picture off of kylie jenner's instagram days before the concert Uh, this is this image has been nuclear bombed from the internet you can't find it anymore okay so if you can if if you take a look you try and google this and you can find it i'll just do my best to explain what is on this painting so this is a painting that uh was drawn or painted by scott days before astro world now you can see you have the three crosses here but what is this in the background these green and these yellow things they're butterflies and you can also see that right here although it's very hard to make out next to the space i've i've seen a very clear image of this so that's how i know what what it says but it says jack well who is jack 
Oh, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Cactus <laughs> Jack. Doesn't he call himself Cactus Jack or something? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So he calls himself Cactus Jack, which is the same thing that we see with other pop stars where they're always saying, oh, I have an alternate personality that comes out when I'm on stage. You know, this is something takes over me and I get this energy. Well, what did he wear? What did he wear on the back of his shirt the night of World? A cross on the back of his shirt that spelled out Cactus Jack. Okay. Mm. So, and you know, I would like to add, uh, and, and Lux can even say this, uh, I think for the Golden Dawn in the OTO, you can also give yourself different names. Uh, depending like, you know, for certain things, uh, you can give yourself a specific name for uh, your holy guardian angel. I uh, when if you get confirmed or baptized in the, in one of these orders, you can give yourself a different name. So there's even mm. stuff within you know ritual magic where you can kind of have an alter ego in a sense. It makes right. sense, dude. Like if you're gonna commit some sort of like crazy shit, uh, you know, whether it be for the cause or whatever, you would uh say that oh no, that wasn't me that did it. It was Cactus Jack, or it was you know in Beyonce's case, fucking what's that thing's name? Sasha Fierce. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's that makes sense. Yeah, and so um, at the very bottom here, underneath of this figure, you can see that it looks like some type of red something coming out from underneath of it. But you also have the smiley face here. And we just talked about the Order of Nine Angles, which we have already seen a picture now that we just showed, which was with Manson, who has a Order of Nine Angles tattoo on his hand. And one of the things that's associated with the Order of Nine Angles is the smiley face. So you see that this is just like a total, you know, like mix up of all of those things together. Well, it's you so know, weird monarch. that it looks like something that a little kid would paint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and, and they're wearing all black in this thing. And it just looks like they're so proud of this. Like they're putting it into their Bentley or whatever the fuck they're driving. And mm-hmm. the Bentley's white. Maybe that's a white horse, right? Uh, I'm trying, I'm taking my crack at this symbolism. I'm just going to, you know, go for it. But I, I think it's just fascinating, dude, that this, I mean, it looks like, I mean, if, if my kid, I don't have a kid, but if I had a kid that brought that shit home and said, dad, look what I drew, I'd throw that shit in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> and they're making it seem like it's like the greatest thing ever. They're putting it in the trunk of this rich ass car. I don't, I just don't get it, dude. There's there's some other level of symbolism here, like you're mentioning. And I want to rewind real quick, Lux. I, I was muted like a dipshit when I was trying to ask you what was going on. So I understand the, the idea of the left-hand path, but for the audience, explain to, to them what the left-hand path is. Because in that thing where he's covering his hand, he's often doing it with his left hand as well. Uh, yeah, the... Left-hand path can be described as the, just roughly generally as the path of the black magician Um, in certain, uh, uh, you know, occultist view in order for you to have a very balanced idea of how to get out of the matrix. You have to have aspects of both the left-hand path and the right-hand path representing the left-hand pillar and the right-hand pillar. But the left-hand path is, is totally associated with things that are a bit more dark. Um, and not so much trying to escape the matrix totally, but being able to escape the matrix while staying, being able to bounce back from there to here to almost be like a God on earth. Mm. So, yeah, that was. Um, it would almost that- be like, in my opinion, uh, you, you, you could even, you know, 
these types of experiences with magic, uh, you know, it's really is, uh, the intention of the person when they're doing it. If you are actually really crossing over to the abyss and you've, you know, been able to do that or perfect that or whatever, you're able to pull that off. Um, it really, until you come back, that really, I think, determines uh, what you're really going to do. Are you going to be an asshole or are you going to do something well with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think like coming back and using it to manipulate and shit, that's really much more on like the left-hand path or pushing others into the left-hand path, really. Yeah. And again, with the symbolism that we see with the the butterflies, smiley faces, you know, this alter ego, it all points to me the same stuff we've seen countless times with other MK ultra participants where they're given these multiple personalities and they can come out sort of whenever their controllers need them too. Uh, oh, so, Travis Scott isn't even his real name either. Yeah, right. Travis yeah, that- comes from he he comes from Travis County, and then Scott is just some other fucking. I don't know. I don't even know his real name. I don't know if you do. NY. I have uh no. I actually I forgot his name, but I, I did have down for it for the name that he does have Travis Scott. Um, I I thought this might be something. Um, I remember when I covered the ninth gate with Shona Ken that we had noticed uh, something in the ninth gate where a word had an extra T in it and it gave it three T's instead of two. I think it was done on purpose in that scenario to show the three Tau's. Um, wow, Travis wow. Scott, you know, normally, you know, may not have both or whatever, but there's three T's in there as well. Okay. Well, uh, I know why and, he and doesn't. In the OTO, in the OTO, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. I just want no, to get go this for it, dude. In the OTO, on your, on your robe that you wear, if you get up high enough, you will have three Tau's on it. And that's a, that's a T, correct? Yeah, but theirs is like upside down. Or it's, it's almost like the Tetris fucking shape. Damn. Yeah, so you've got, <laughs> you've got three T's on the painting, too. They could be crosses. They could be T's. It's the same thing. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's fucking nuts. Tees. So mm-hmm. what, I, what I was jumping in there to say uh, is, is that I know why he doesn't use his real name. He uses Travis Scott. It's because his real name is Jacques Berman Webster II. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's not really a gangster name. Travis no. Scott sounds a lot, lot harder. No, I'm not scared, no. Well, and what's weird about <laughs> the name Travis Scott is that you would think, like, you know, hear all these other rappers and other guys, you know, musicians, they're always using, like, a little, little something or, like, something that sounds more, like, hardcore. And Travis Scott is relatively, like, a, it's, like, a very light name. It very well could be his actual name if you didn't know better. But yeah. if you take a look at an anagram, and you rearrange the letters of Travis Scott, there is only one possibility of any word existing in the human or in the English language that contains all of the similar nine letters. Oh boy. And that word is Votaris. Well, what is Votaris? It is an adept. It is a person in training, a, uh, a servant who's, who's trying to become something better by well in the astrum argentum and i even think the golden dawn if you become an adept that means like you're actually like you're you're really in it now yeah whoa yeah wow um so uh there you see uh, again this see you on the other side you got this again this stage with these interlocking circles that are this is symbolizing the same thing we saw earlier on the poster. This is symbolizing, in my opinion, going into the abyss yep. or bringing other, 
yeah, we're bringing other people into the abyss um, for whatever reason. And almost you could take these as two pillars, both left and right. So that would symbolize crossing over the abyss. They even had eight flames shooting out of the stage. So, yeah. Those are for the bodies. Yeah, I guess. And then Boaz and Yahin are those two pillars, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twin Towers. Oh, you know, in Gematria, in his Gematria, I ran his name just just real quick, just to fuck around with it. Uh, I got a new Aeon English Kabbalah. Um, I'm Q, numerical prophet. Perfect. I love (laughs) it. And hidden in plain sight. (laughs) 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 Then I did Astro World, and I got White House, see Jesus Christ in contact with God, and get this one, Vincent Fusca. (laughs) What the fuck's that? So one of the fucking Q-Tart heroes. It's supposed to be like JFK or something's fucking alter ego, a uh, new name or whatever. No way, dude. Yeah, is that who that is? <laughs> See, this is the thing, man. This is why, like, I want to talk about this because it's so fuck. I, to me, there's a reason that this is being so overplayed. You can't hear any podcast not talking about this right now. But they're all just saying the same shit. They're talking about like, dude, Travis Scott. He, he's he's done this before and blah 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 but it's like dude like you're not hearing this kind of shit this is fucking fascinating it's yeah. crazy and if you look at if you look at the, i listened to them earlier i encourage people to go and, and listen to the sounds that were being played before the concert yeah um i could even send you a link to some good videos that show this but the sounds that are being played before the concert are it's the it's three tones being played on repeat. This is an occult principle. Uh, you can influence people's behavior based on certain frequencies and tones. And um, once they got into the concert, there were all throughout the show these crazy tones that are dissonant. Some are very low on the Hertz table, and then some are very high. So. Uh, people even describe how when certain tones were played, how people reacted to it. There's a, one video in particular of a guy who is seizing up and he's having this incident. And then as soon as the tone changes, he falls to the ground. Mm. Um, so really fascinating stuff. But when this one, before Scott comes out, they're above the abyss or the interlocking circles there is an image of the phoenix that is flapping its wings flapping its wings this is such an occult reference it's crazy (laughs) and that would fit right above the red sphere on the tree yeah (laughs) the tree of life yeah that would be again the rising phoenix would go with Saturn and Benat. you -hmm. know when the spear crosses over right above the red sphere on that side of the tree Mm-hmm. So what do we think the significance of the of the tones is? Do we think it has something to do with the vaccines? Do we think it has something to do with 5G testing? I mean, what 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 are the initial thoughts here? I don't know. Could be a little bit of all of it. Okay. Yeah, I've wondered. I mean, like, you know, who's to say they don't I mean, you could have fucking, you know, you know, uh, a, a, a specific uh, frequency of like you know point zero zero one point zero zero two point zero you know to type into such a, a, a such a minute frequency i mean there could be batches out there that are just you know maybe a hundred people and let's say if we fl- flick that on but what happens to them you know where well, yeah. you could really practice on a small amount of people and nobody would really know yeah that's a good point especially if especially if they had something that was maybe put into them that made them 
more reactive to certain tones. I mean, you, you have know, to think about it too. If you're taking something into your system, it doesn't even have to be like a working fucking little nanobot. It just needs to be able to reflect a fucking uh, reflect something. Exactly. As long as it's reflective, and you can actually, and if it will pick up a specific frequency, I mean, I hate to say it, you could probably technically get microwaves from the inside out with the right fucking sound if you've had the right shit injected in you. I mean, to yeah. tell you the truth, just through a sound, you could technically be cooked. Like a relay, like a radio relay. Yeah, you know, it's really no like different a than a microwave. Yeah, and it helps to amplify the signal. Shit. Um, this is just one picture I found really weird uh, while people were starting to fall out um, and really get uh, hurt. There were these strange, there was a strange image of while he's singing these almost looking like half dead zombie body things that are walking across uh, the top of the stage there. It's like a type of CGI thing. That's just one giant screen. Yeah. Um, so uh, this was a couple, this was a song that was uploaded not long at all before the concert. And uh, the image for the music video was the true dystopia is here. The song's called Mafia, yeah. Who knows what lies beneath the surface when the end arrives, it's really the beginning. And that's an image of Scott that is, uh, it's hearkening to um, the old World News Truths, you know, old magazines where they had like the bat boy from, I think it was like the nineties or something. Yeah. Yeah. You can go and see that image on not only YouTube. I mean, this is his newest single it's on like Apple music and yeah, it's a very weird. um, I mean, even by his standards, it's a weird fucking cover for a, for a single. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then I see a lot of the whole, he really likes Pink Floyd and he really likes the, you know, see you on the other side stuff. New York Patriot knows way more about Pink Floyd than I do. And I was curious to see if he thought what, what that could represent by him constantly using that, the Pink Floyd symbolism. Hmm. Oh, um, well, I mean, honestly, I think, I mean, not to get off the subject, but them, them, I think they, if you know how to listen to the lyrics, they're telling you everything you understand what they're really saying so i could see if you were an occultist uh as for me as somebody who is a magician and an occultist i can say i'm fucking blown away and impressed how they were able to take occult concepts concepts and put it into music yeah yeah pink floyd's on another level yeah yeah um so yeah just a there's a another imagery here with the one eye more of it there now, when people were entering into the concert, they had to go through the mouth of Travis Scott. Yeah. And um, did you see that painting, that occult painting that looks just like that too? Yeah, Before it was an old frogs. one. It was limbo. Yeah. It was that that depiction of limbo. It was when Jesus was in limbo. Um, and there is something there. So the one that's that that we're looking at right now, and I know this is an audio show, but the one that we're looking at, he's got like a skeletal face. Uh, the the actual one at the show wasn't a skeleton. It was uh, this is like there there's some superimposed stuff on this because I saw some people. There was this chick posting the craziest shit 
and she she actually posted this she posted um she was posting Travis Scott lyrics, some of the same ones that you're reading NY, but she posted a different rapper altogether. She posted little Uzi vert and she acted like she was there. And I'm not going to say the name because I've already talked shit about so many people in my past episodes, but <laughs> it, it's, it's insane how people will That's take these, awesome. dude, they take things and they just run with them. You know what I mean? And they're like, dude, fuck like it's just crazy yeah like a completely different rapper and they're like yeah you want to see my video of me there subscribe to the patreon you know what i mean it's like <laughs> dude like fuck fuck that so but yeah no it, yeah. and it's fascinating because yeah there is this very very accurate depiction of limbo crowds of people the face uh with the mouth mm-hmm. open you're walking through the mouth and it's it's very weird i'm not sure where that one came from though because yeah it's a it's a weird weird kind of correlation there yeah, and to me, it looks like, well, it, it, one thing that they all share in common, no matter what Astro World, is that they all, certain years, because it's gone on for like three, four years, each yep. one has has the crowd walking through his mouth, yep. and there's different depictions of that mouth each year. Yes. So, and then uh, right down here on his shirt, this is the one that he was wearing the night of the concert. You can see the same symbology we saw before of people walking through the gate. They're walking through a gateway and uh, you know, this is symbolizing crossing the abyss. Well, even um, if this is the third astral world, you said, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. even the three makes me think, I mean, again, that would be like, you could even look at that as a, you know, again, the three, the third sphere, or I would even think maybe like kind of like Jabulon, which fits there as well. The three headed God or Hakate, you know, the three headed goddess. You know, and that oh, all, yeah. that, they all symbolize really when it comes down to it the same thing crossing over again they all symbolize death in this world well and and, and with the symbolism in this one i mean that face well, at least with hecate i'm not sure about javi i mean i don't even know what you're saying that sounds fascinating i I'd like, see this is why people need to listen to this shit dude like the <laughs> occult rejects they're going to talk about this kind of stuff dude and i think that that's why that like that stuff's interesting but with what you're seeing right there, it's meant to look like a skeleton on that face. But I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of panda eyes. Yeah. yeah. And it's a I dark, think that's possible. Dark. I think that's definitely possible through trauma or forced or even forced like MK Ultra type shit. I think that can still happen to you as well. Well, sure. I mean, I went and saw that fucking movie that it was horrible. Do not go and see. It's called Last Night in Soho. Um, but they they dress up like that. The the girl and the and the guy in the movie they they just buy some face paint to go to a, a Halloween party, and they paint their eyes, they paint their faces white, and they do panda eyes on themselves. You know what I mean? And this is usually what ha- the way that this was described to me is like it's what happens to a child uh, when they're when they're you know sodomized by, by an adult. So it's dark shit, not not good to even talk about, but. It's just a reality of supposedly all the capillaries in your in your eye vessels pop and it gives you two massive black eyes like that. So, yeah, dark. Um, so <clears throat> there's just another image there. Uh, you can see that the, this is really interesting. Near Patriot will pick this up. Notice the colors of the people that are walking into the door or the portal on Scott's shirt versus the color of the people walking out of the portal. See how they start blue, and then they change color as they go through the portal. 
Yep. You know, I even swear sometimes, like in some of his videos, and like you see him right here, he will have a ton of silver jewelry on that gold, silver. And I really think that even shows the whole moon and Saturn uh, matrix of where, um, like the hangman card, I believe part of that is showing the separation from mind and body. And I think the silver is a representation of the moon uh, matrix, kind of like, you know, not controlling your mind anymore, more down here. Mm. Do you think it would have anything to do if it was platinum? Because I'm sure it's not silver. Oh, yeah, or or, or that that color, that color, yes. Just that color and and specifically, whether it's white, gold, platinum, silver, doesn't matter? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, white, I think, would, eh, I don't know. (laughs) But I did notice in some of his videos, he had a lot of, like, silver looking stuff around his neck like an abundance of it huh okay well yeah i did know it's fucking fascinating so we got more pit more pictures here that eyeball shit's always fucked up yeah so <laughs> what does that look like to me when, when i look at that flyer i see there's a, an all-seeing eye and um like new york patriot had talked about earlier with the roller coasters they're being pulled down into a portal and you can see the the it looks literally like a matrix portal that's sucking something into it. And uh, you can see I a picture hold. of, yeah, picture, you can see, yeah, you can see a picture of a death, deathly looking face here that's getting sucked in. And then planets, because to me, that looks like Mars um, that's over here, which is going to play a big role into this in a second. But this just why I show this is because this is, it's showing a, a theme over a long period of time. It's the same thing that keeps coming up. This is what I would do if I was a magician and I was trying to do a ritual. This is exactly what I would do because it's a rule of occultism. I have to tell you what I'm about to do to you. And if you don't stop me, then I don't have any karma that comes against me. It's If I say, hey, I'm going to do this and this and this and no one stops me, then karma, it doesn't. I don't get repaid by karma for the deeds that I did because I yeah. gave you a warning. Um, and so to me, that's what it looks like. It's just a heads up that this is what's going to happen when you get here and buckle up. Dude, there is something there when he says this is a tweet, you know, you're reading, you're reading off of a tweet where it says November come, won't you pop out at the fest? A uh, bunch of exclamation points. Third annual, again, the third birthday flame Ah, on sale Wednesday, 5, 5, 10 a.m. So they went on sale May 5th, and the concert was November 5th. What's the difference between May 5th to a, a November 5th? That's six fucking months. Six. Uh-huh. Yeah, but the, the five is what is most important. The, the five, five is, is, is the most important part of that. Well, yeah, so you get your what your pentagram energy, but I, I'm just fascinated with the six. I mean, you have constant fives and sixes. The difference between, you know, 11 being the sixth, five well, and the six add up to 11 and so on. The six, the sixth sphere in the tree is where really, uh, if you're becoming a magician, that's where you're supposed to be aiming to. That is your balanced self, uh, Tiferet, and that's where you would, you know, come into contact with your holy guardian angel. At that point, you would start you know having i guess conversations with your higher self you'd be coming in contact with that so that is a huge number or sphere anyway and now when you start going up the tree getting closer the numbers would start going down now wouldn't be six seven be six five you know what i'm saying so i mean this could even be showing going backwards the uh the the going backwards up the tree yeah going or forward from the fifth fifth sphere to the sixth 
right? And um, the the five is is so important to the whole thing. Uh, there, it's just ran a picture of the stage, that's like showing the, the eye there that we were talking about, and then the eight pillars of flames that that happened as soon as they uh, as soon as they uh, started the show. So the reason why I brought up five is because that you constantly see the theme of five. It happened on the fifth day. They went on sale on five five, right? Well, what what when did Travis Scott perform on the fifth? He he performed at nine p.m., which is a very specific time. Because what does five p.m. or I'm sorry, what does nine p.m. on the fifth represent from an astrological standpoint, the, the planetary energy that was in control during that time of that day at 9 PM was the planetary energy of Mars, right? Now, some of that can be uh, kind of go hand in hand with Saturn, but the reason why it's important is because the energy of Mars corresponds to the fifth sphere on the tree of life, which would be Gabura, right? And that would be the way that that is described is a pillar or a sphere of severity when taken to too hard of an extreme. Mm -hmm. It literally means that, you know, um, (laughs) yeah, yeah, literally means it means chaos. So they're performing the ritual this ritual at that exact hour now as a magician i'm going to know that because if i want to perform a ritual that's going to be effective it has to be done at a certain time right it just that's how it works if i want to have specific days for specific things and specific hours for the specific things when you start getting into astrology you shit gets deep and specified so is yeah. this why, you know, like I like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, 50,000 minimum people, 50,000, eight people die and there's so much emphasis on it, on it. Is it because they went they followed this process and they made it so, you know, traumatic? Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. I mean that that sphere represents uh fear when taken to an extreme. It's really not a a good energy um when taken to the extreme and it's to me that's what that um that's what they were doing there and you can see that when it comes to gabura it's associated with the sphere of mars but it's also symbolized by a rose petal now remember on the shirt that we looked at earlier yeah the skeleton was holding a rose <laughs> riding that pale <laughs> horse yeah with yeah, five also yeah with five petals coming off Oh, so take a look here at the center of the five of wands. The reason why the five of wands is important is because the fives of the tarot represent that sphere. The same one I'm talking about with Gabura. Okay. So. Yeah. Just, just to really make it real quick in case people don't know, if you put the tarot deck down on the tree of life, it matches perfectly. All the numbered cards go with the same fucking number sphere. And then all the, the Trump cards all go on the paths. All of them fit on this, on the tree of life and tell an amazing story. Yeah. And, and here, take a look. This is the same symbology that we see with the stage right? This is symbolizing going into the abyss. This 
interlocking series of circles. And what else is interesting about the five of wands is that you have two phoenixes that appear on the card. Now, they might not look like phoenixes here on this card. You can double check my work on any other tarot deck, including the Thoth deck. But just hermeticists are really shitty drawlers. (laughs) (laughs) I have a hermetic tarot deck. Yeah. Uh, And then you can see underneath of these... um, Underneath of the Phoenix, what's there? Fire. Flames, yeah. And so, he calls himself L.A. Flame. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this, uh, to me, really, it shows so much with just when you put them side by side, you got, you know, it's one of the fifth, same card suit. You got the even got Saturn there, too, in a sense. In the center, yeah. right? Saturn and Leo, yeah, the flames. Exactly, yeah. So it all is together, you know. And, and yeah, um, like he said, you can pick up a tarot deck and you can find that. And that's the, what is it? The fifth, uh, fifth, what? The fifth five spirit. of wands. Oh yeah. Five of wands. Okay. There you go. So yeah, that's your tarot deck that, that we're talking about. The tarot card. Yeah. Like but the like, five of wands, the five of cups, the five of swords and the fives of pentacles will all fit on the fifth sphere. Dude, you know, what would be really cool, man. Is if the three of us got together and we did like a live uh, video show um and and red cards red tarot cards i'll just do it like a drunk idiot and you guys can do it like with <laughs> yeah, the deep yo, meanings. i would be totally down with that yeah with the deep meanings yeah. and like people okay. like go in and they like yeah. send in a card and like you know you fucking get it that'd be crazy yeah that would, would be badass <laughs> okay so, what else we got yeah just to me that whole thing wraps up to it's a it's a uh it's a it's a ritual of him passing like new york patriot said from the fifth sphere to the sixth now granted because if you're a black magician or a dark magician you're going to have a different interpretation of how to rise up the tree of life and to me this is them alluding to he is trying to take the energy of others in order to rise up to the sixth sphere um and uh, I think that was about all that I had for that. It was just more random pictures. One, so he's a big time. boy now, essentially. I, I would even <laughs> say, uh, if if you watch the first twenty minutes of it, all the colors in the background all start and go just like how I mentioned prior in the other astronomical thing. You will see it starts off with red a lot, then you start going to blue, then you start getting the purple, then then the fucking green for the abyss and deep purple. You, you will see the same exact color structure changing as well, going up the tree in the first 20 minutes of that show. Lux has a lot of pictures of this dude with his shirt off. What's going oh, on, Lux? I told you my balls hurt, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. He's trying to wake him up. <laughs> he trained the fucking shit. That's so funny. Oh, but the, the, reason why, the reason why I got this one here is because uh, a New York Patriot, does this remind you of anything? Yeah. The, the feathered plume serpent. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, this, yeah, the feathered beast. Right. Yes. With, the, with the phoenix face, the same thing we just saw on the five of wands with the, with the wings and same well, you know, and, you see on that card. Even as a lion, uh, when you get into that in like um, you know planetary magic, Leo is fire anyway in spirit. I mean, right. you know, it's a fire. That's a that zodiac is associated 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 
with the element of fire as well. So in my opinion, a lot of times when you see the lion, that's really talking about, uh, you know, the person in the spirit form uh, out of, you know, not here on earth. He has some fascinating tattoos, and that's something that me and uh, Colorado Dank are going to get into is his uh, tattoos. What's that? He has a Pink Floyd shirt on, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, he, he he's a big fan of this. Well, I mean, shit, dude, we could probably go on and on about this shit, man. It, it's um, It seems like there is, undeniably, I mean, like I said, I started off thinking that this was just kind of some bullshit, um, kind of leaning towards the idea that, yes, there is some symbolism here. Dude, and the reason pretty- before... Sorry, I don't. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, jump in. Just, just real quick. In the reason before, how I said, you know, maybe some of the other stuff is a psyop, or the other stuff is distractions, is because I think if people understood what this dude was saying in his videos and what he's showing over and over again, is basically that this motherfucker really uh, is into stuff that where he dies. You will to do magic. You physically will die and cross over to the spirit world. And I think if you start realizing if that's actually really legit and possible, the people around us that are playing, you know, the, that are running the show are really into something a lot more fucking crazier than most people realize or yeah. even want to comprehend. And that's a lot more important than some bullshit voting machine that was hacked. That's probably been <laughs> hacked. And now all of a sudden it's a problem because I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that it was a problem until someone told me, but it could have been going on for 20 years. Yeah, man. You know? yeah, but this shit, this shit right here, this is a fucking problem. Yeah. This is well, just stuff. Go ahead, Lux. Here's the bombshell, okay? So oh, sure. we see the five of wands. We see the five, of, you know, tickets on sale. The day that it happened, the planetary energy that was working during the time that the ritual or the concert was really going on and it comes back to the five of wands well let me read to you the description of what the five of wands means for the tarot five of wands is a pose of youths and they are brandishing stabs this card is the meaning of mimetic warfare what it means imitation it means a sham fight or a fake fight or fake strenuous competition and struggle of the searches for riches and fortune. Holy shit, dude. Yo, the and it really, warfare. Tell you, yeah, tell you the truth, even Bina, that sphere would really represent memes as well because it's an archetype of an idea and a thought. A meme is just, just that, is just that. Dude, Lux, can you read that again? Just for, I mean, that is fucking insane. Fake <laughs> fights and shit. Um. Yeah. So, it is a pose of youths. Youths. Keep that in mind. What is that? What is that? Would be kids, younger people. Oh, youths. Okay. Right, like youths. So they are brandishing staves, uh, and they are sporting it or strife. It is a card meaning mimetic warfare, imitation. As for example, sham fights, uh, sham struggle, and the strenuous competition and struggle of the search after riches and fortune so a bunch of fucking kids are posting memes to get in fake fights act like they're struggling and so on yeah yeah wow 
and Travis mean, they, Scott with his basic ass audience is is really kind of tapping into that energy. Yeah, in my opinion, that card absolutely speaks to what that whole thing was because you are right in the sense that it was um, it's memetics, like you said, it's a distraction, but it accomplishes two things at once. So it's memetics gets your attention off of other more important things, get you to focus on this, so you're getting played into a trick, but. At the same time, the practitioner or the magician is using this because he knows that this energy is it's mimetic and that they can use it to look like there's a fake or a, you know sham fights or sham struggle and all of this stuff. But the, the practitioner searching for riches and fortune. My question is, who's the real magician? It's not Travis Scott. It's probably not Mike Dean. Like I mentioned, this this guy that's behind the scenes of all these people. There's someone that we don't know the name of. And I think that that is, uh, is the question that we need to answer. And, and to tie into New York Patriots point, this is my last point that I had to make. But, you know, the, the whole idea of voting, this is the sham that makes people feel like they can control their future <laughs> as a collective. Oh, I know. And it, it's just kind of fucking, I mean, it's sad, dude. It's sad that, that, I mean, the elite know what the hell they're doing, dude. Like we, we, we always painted George I mean, Bush as this idiot. And yeah, no, think if this this fucktard is actually really doing this shit that we're talking about. This little fucking nobody. But I don't think he really think knows. About, well, there's somebody who's doing the music and all the fucking videos definitely knows what the fuck they're putting out there. Then. But when you look into rap specifically, I mean, these dudes don't write their own music. I know, but what I'm getting at is, all right, but still, these are even just people in the music industry, which really could be the, the bottom, really, of a fucking pyramid for them. Sure. You know what sure. I'm saying? So if these people are really involved in doing this type of stuff that I'm saying is magic, when you get really fucked up, you know, you can go out there and actually kind of grab fucked up shit and bring it back with you. This is why the voting machines and everything is fucked up. This is why we have fucking control. And that's what we try to do in the show. Instead of all that shit, we're trying to point out where the source of the problem is actually coming from. Jesus we're just we're, we're just looking at the uh, the results of it. We're just looking at the symptoms of the control system that we're put in. These are symptoms of magic. Absolutely, dude. Wow. Well, shit, man. Plug the damn show. Plug the show. Where do they find you? <laughs> Uh, the New York Patriot, you can find me at uh, BitChute, Rumble, YouTube, uh, all major podcasts. I am also on Odyssey. I'm not too up to date on there. Uh, yeah, and Lux, you can tell everybody where the Occult Rejects is at. Uh, you can find the Occult Rejects uh, anywhere that podcasts are streamed, including Apple uh, or Spotify. You can find us on uh, Gab at the Occult Rejects. You can find us on Twitter at the Occult Rejects. And uh, we recently got a cool Discord going where it's super badass because essentially you come in and, you know, you have a variety of subjects that you can talk about because we cover a variety of subjects. And so, you know, if you want to come on and talk about paranormal stuff, you got a channel for that. Mm -hmm. um, Other shows as well, people that we're friends with, people that we've, you know, had on shows and whatever, they got their stuff in too. You know, Ryan, if you want, you can always post your stuff up there as well. I'd be happy yeah. to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, you know, that we mess with, we definitely want you to promote your shit on that. Yeah, dude, you guys are killing it. Anything else do you have, Lux? No, that's that's it. <laughs> no, 
I mean, hey, you guys are doing a great job, dude. I, I like I said, I love the tinfoil hat episode. Um, you guys are really doing some interesting stuff, and I think that coming from the perspective of the occult in a way where it's like it's like the occultist next door. That's a fucking name right there, dude. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like it's just like a couple of fucking normal dudes that have some really interesting knowledge, right? And obviously, you guys don't know everything. No one does. Oh no, 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 no. I mean, no one does. No one does. But I mean, it, it's a fun it's a fun way to look at some dark, dark shit. Well, and I and think that the dark stuff is really kind of coming coming to the forefront. It's coming into the light. Well, yeah. I will say some of this stuff has been made to look dark, so we never look at it. Well, for sure, for sure. What's up is down. We know that. But I mean, it, it's just um, I think you guys are doing great stuff. And I think that, that I, I, I'm very excited to see where you guys go. Thank you. And we want to we want to give the listeners to the podcast tools. We uh, we never want to make it sound as though it's dark. You know, oh, come and t- tune into our channel so you can listen to only dark stuff because then we are promoting fear, too. No, we come to our channel, listen to what we're what we're saying, because we are deciphering the code. Uh, we know what these people are saying in very secret ways, right? And so we can help to decode it for you and give you the tools so that you can break out of that, the, the, the system of fear and mind control that's played against all of us because um, yeah, the uh, so much hope, there's so much good things that can come in the future if we just get out of the... the mindset of constantly uh being afraid and and uh, disconnected from each other definitely and i didn't mean to make it sound like what you guys are doing is like in the negative stuff it's just it, you know there are reality is dark right now and i think that a lot of people are so damn lost and they need to instead of just trying to be like it's all unicorns and butterflies and shit um it's there's there's some negative stuff that we need to know in order to correct it that that was what i was getting at and i think that you guys are doing a phenomenal job um just just shedding some light on the darkness and and making it you know taking the power back essentially right i mean i think that's what it's all about and i think that's what um what kind of separates you guys from a lot of other shows that i've heard that are trying to do the same things that you guys are doing so thank you both very much ny and lux you guys really, really brought some fucking fire right now. And so I'm excited to uh, to share this episode with both of our audiences, man. Yeah, and, man. Uh, this was dude. fun. Honestly, you probably squeezed a really good fucking episode out of us. Like, uh, I, I, I really put a lot into this. So, I mean, I, I, I'm jealous, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to get it, too, dude. Oh, no, I know, I know. But, like, if really, it wasn't, if it wasn't for you, I mean, I know Lux actually had hit me up and said he wanted to do it as well. So it yeah. actually really worked out. But, I mean, you forced us to kind of, like, all right, you guys are going to come on Thursday. Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, a, it's, it's a topic that, that a lot of people are tackling. But I don't think anyone tackled it like this. I, I heard a lot of the same shit. I listened to 20 different episodes. It's all about how much of an asshole Travis Scott is. And I think that we talked about a lot of different stuff here. So I hope that that people really are, are uh, you know, kind of going to look into this from a different perspective after this. So thank you both again. And uh, we will. Uh, anything else you guys need to plug? No, that's it. OK, thank you. Thank you very much, man. A hundred percent, dude. Yeah. For your audience, man, just my Patreon, patreon.com slash dangerous world. And uh, I mean, you can find me on all podcast platforms. We're rocking shit out all the time. Uh, so, yeah, guys, just uh, tune in uh, to, to all the different shows, man. There's so many different things going on. So thank you all. And uh, we'll see you guys very soon.
Well, folks, if you've made it this far, head on over to the other side, as they say at the Astro World Festival, right? Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. We've got some more information for you over there, and it's going to be an interesting uh, little portion of the show. So thank you very much. Patreon.com slash Dangerous World Podcast. 